Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui, and of course, to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Happy March, Kate. I know. It's hard to be like, happy March after the podcast that we put out last week. Well, that's true. That could have been a little sobering, so to speak, but it's not today. It's not today. Today we're focusing on spring, right? Today we're actually going to discuss why you need to have a bouquet of flowers in your refrigerator. Mm. (laughs) I hope you don't mean large bouquet. No. Just a tiny one. It's a tiny, teeny, tiny one, right? Yeah. 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 Stay tuned. We'll be talking about that as we go through our topic. Absolutely. So today's topic is how to prepare for the upcoming spring equinox, which is going to be happening March 20th. So we are, we came with this a little bit early. That way everyone has some time to start implementing these things and be ready for that date. But before we get into that, we... First, uh, we have a couple like housekeeping notes, I guess we want to, you know, we've received some just amazing feedback this week from clients. Yes, I had, I think five or six of them. I couldn't believe how many personalized messages came through, mm-hmm. even from readings that I did four or five months ago, just kind of circling back. And, you know, when they reach out, I'm thinking maybe they're, you know, going to book another service or something. And these people were right. just Hey, I re-listened to my appointment, my, my recording, and you touch on everything. Like you saw everything now in hindsight, I can see how it all played out. Isn't it amazing? I mean, it, it is, it's sometimes just surprising, even though we can, we can say certain things, um, and you know, and like Pluto, let's, let's get into it. Pluto is into Aquarius now officially March 24th. I had an Aquarian client this week and um, she, and again, rightfully so she's very uh, uh, dissatisfied with the career she's in and the corruption that she's seen and uh, going down all sorts of issues there. And so she's wanted to leave the country. Mm. Um, And uh, she was having all sorts of problems with visas and blah, blah, blah. And I, I encouraged her. I said, oh, that secondary, your secondary Mars was hitting her ascendant, which oh, yeah. is oftentimes I've seen people just pack up and go. She's <laughs> and leaving. it was peaking here in the next three or four months. So I said, God, I think it's going to come through, you know, yeah. and she wasn't very, op- you know, she was still hesitant. She had run into a lot of problems. And you know what? An hour after we hung up, <laughs> she t- she e- so lovely of her to email me and say, the visa came through. I got a notice an hour after we hung up. So there we go. Um, but talk about upheaval. Aquarius well, is out there. We we feel for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, well, yeah. So two things. Just this past Saturday, I did a lecture at the library for the Mystic Fair. And yes. my entire topic was Pluto moving into Aquarius, which we've spoken about on the podcast. So sure. don't think, you know, they got preferred treatment. You know, a lot of right. it was what we've discussed here, but, um, you know, just so incredible how many different people from all different signs, of course, mm-hmm. can feel this shift happening. 
of course, and then me being an Aquarius myself, you know, you think, you think like, can you dodge it or get around it because you're aware of it? Yes. And it's like the storylines keep showing up where I've been put in several situations just here within the past two months where I feel like I've really had to stick up for myself. I've seen like the truth of a situation and even so much that, you know, when I shared the story, one of the stories with you, mom, you know, yeah, you kind of were taken back saying, I've never seen you act like that, or I can't even imagine you doing that. And Mm -hmm. Mikey was on the phone as well. And Mikey's like, Nope, she did that. Like she's even kind of playing it down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, the, the, the one key thing for all the Aquariuses out there or everyone who's feeling it, Pluto wants to teach you how to manage power. Mm-hmm. And that includes standing up for yourself, calling someone out, or moving away from that which you cannot buy into anymore, which my client that I was just referencing, that's her her take on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I also this week submitted my resignation to the Vegas Voice. I've written for them for two and a half years. And, yes. you know, it there, there was some storylines behind it. Of course, the Vegas voice is wonderful. You know, I love oh, Dan, right. who's the the editor of that, that publication. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just like, you know what, I've gotten some clear messages and it's time to resign from that. And yeah. again, it's something that you think, well, why would you step away from that? It's free advertisement. You get to right. showcase your writing, share your knowledge, but it was, it was time. Yeah. And, and that's what, so Aquarius is you're getting, you know, you can't miss it. Yeah. I like yeah. to have an Aquarian fair and just all Aquarius just show up and each stand up and just say what's going on in their life. It right. would be what the major upheaval is. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a podcast idea if we have some Aquarians write in and then we can gather them all and just have them share their That's stories. True. We just have a <laughs> list of stories there. Anyhow, we, we, we want to take a few moments to honor the Aquarius's. <laughs> Pluto is here. It's at your front door. It yeah. is causing you to go through some angst, no question about that, but to transform, to rebirth in a new place. Yeah. And even if you're not an Aquarius yourself, maybe you have a spouse that's an Aquarius oh. or even a child that's an Aquarius. Yes. And even just knowing this might help you better uh, understand or even support, mm-hmm. you know, some of these themes that they're going through. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the same time we also have saturn moving into pisces that one's happening right here this week march 7th yeah yeah um and you know saturn of course is also a tough planet probably not i shouldn't say probably not not as tough as pluto but you know even just in the past few days i know we've heard back from some pisces clients and there's a common theme about them you know wanting out of a situation that or they feel like they're pushed, they're shoved, they have to leave. Yeah. Sometimes there can be a little little sense of, oh, I wasn't prepared to leave. I didn't know it was going to be over so fast, you know, type of thing, whether it's a job or a location where they're living. Interesting, I had a client who, uh, again, it wasn't her, it was her spouse who uh, is going through, uh, you know, kidney stones. And sometimes, you know, we talk about structural issues. Pisces might be having structural issues in their body, bones, teeth, skin. But oftentimes I fail to mention stones, right? That that is the crystallization of the body. And here's a case where it wasn't the client herself, but it's her spouse. And 
actually she texted me from the ER. Oh no! <laughs> Here I am with my husband with, you know, so the point is uh, not that not good news, but that's the type of things that happen, structural issues, factual things. And these can be really simple too, just because, you know, Saturn is coming out of Aquarius. So I have the past two and a half years, I've been living under this energy that we're talking about now for Pisces. And, you know, my skin, especially at the beginning of it started breaking out really bad to the point that I thought, oh my gosh, I must be allergic to Mm -hmm. the laundry detergent because it was my face, you know? So like I was thinking, oh, my, my pillow or, and I changed out a bunch of things, tried new product, all this stuff. I'm like, how am I here? You know? And Right. Because anyone that knows me, I've had, I've had, I've had access to the best of the best skincare just coming from the spa industry. <laughs> and so I thought, how is this right. happening to me? But then, you know, I'm sitting there doing someone's chart talking about Saturn and I'm telling the clients, oh yeah, you, you might be having issues about your skin. And it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like that message was for me, maybe not for you. Was, right. It was for them, but right. Um, it could even be just easy, as easy as that, where you are like focused more on your skin. Like, what is my skin doing? How is it reacting? How's the detergent reacting with my skin? Mm -hmm. And those are very small storylines where you might think, did I need really need an astrologer to tell me I'm going to be breaking out? Right. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes just knowing I, in my head, I was thinking, this is just an energy phase. This is not like, you know, my skin's not reverting back to how it was when I was young. It's just like, it's a small phase and we'll be over. And sure enough, cleared up. We're good. Very success. Yay. Yay. So anyhow, all the Pisces out there, it's you're feeling it. Uh, March 7th, as we said, it's here. It's 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 causing you to make some more logical choices, executive decision time, basically for Pisces. Yeah. And then the last one we have Mars um, is still in the final degrees of Gemini. It's finally coming back to 25 degrees of Gemini where it went retrograde on Halloween of 2022. <laughs> That's a that you know I remember I made a big thing about that with all my clients that six months that was six months of our lives with Mars retrograde in Gemini so everyone anyone could go back and say well what was the issue back in you know the fall of 2020 right there around um, ha- Halloween and it may just finally be getting cleared up. Yeah this um the it'll get back to 25 degrees of gemini on march 14th so mm-hmm. that one will, that's when we'll be like officially out of that retrograde status this is just kind of the aftermath of it perfect well there we go that's that's those are the hot topics that are going on right now now in the next couple of weeks absolutely so let's get into our main topic today we're going to talk about the spring equinox we're going to talk about a little bit about what it is, of course, but then we are going to give suggestions on how to prepare for it. And we're actually going to then run through all 12 of the signs to give you a specific task to look for in your house and to focus on to really prepare for the new season upon us. Yeah. And what's unusual about our topic today is that normally we're talking about the planets in our solar system, Pluto and Saturn and Venus. And oh my gosh, Mars is, is secondary. Mars is on your ascendant. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're talking about what's going on here. What's going on on the planet that we live on? So, on some level, this is going to be more important yet. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and what's happening, of course, is Earth is doing what it's done for millennia 
uh, it's Earth is very unique in the planets in that we have four seasons. And again, I don't mean to sound like a, you know, middle school teacher here, but, you know, this is everything to do with the fact that we have a tilt in our axes and it's tilted like at 23 and a half degrees. Well, because of that tilt and therefore the wobble that is associated with having a tilt, if you ever take a something and spin it, you'll see it wobbles if it doesn't, if it's not uh, straight up, so to speak. Um, and we get the seasons out of it. The, the, the summer, the spring, summer, fall, and winter. So for the most part, this is considered very advantageous because we're a fertile planet, right? You hear NASA always talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Mars is hot and windy there, you know, type of thing they say, whereas we have all these seasons happening. So we're lucky. It's a lucky place to live, so to speak. And um, as we approach March 20th, uh, the, that Earth is tilting uh, towards the sun and allowing the northern hemisphere to get equal hours of you know darkness and lightness. So it's a tipping point. We have four tipping points in the year, right? Yes. We have the spring equinox, we have the summer solstice, we have the fall equinox, and we have the winter solstice. And each time there's a shift there with that wobble about what season we're entering. Yeah. So, so he here in the Southwest, Right. You know, it is more likely to feel like spring. Mm -hmm. Although even here in Las Vegas, we did see it snow twice in the past week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for those who, yeah. For those who are in the Midwest or the uh, upper latitudes, you know, I grew up in Iowa and this was a very confusing day for children because everyone was talking about spring has sprung and we're looking out the window at two feet of snow you know, in the front yard. So it, it was always like, what? We always seem to be out of touch a little bit. We always seem to be late bloomers, <laughs> almost quite literally in the Midwest because the winter still was lifting there. Right. right. So it depends where you're at, how much you can appreciate uh, the fact that it's the beginning of spring. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, even here this week, it is interesting because I'm, I am seeing the little buds on like our apricot tree in the front yard, <laughs> but I'm like struggling to get through my daily walk because it's so windy and frigid mm -hmm, that it's mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I hope the tree does well still, but. I hope so too. That's been, yeah. she's got a lovely apricot tree, a large apricot tree, That's just huge. as you walked to her front door. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really stunning. You don't see that in Las Vegas. I can't think of another home that has a fruit tree that's actively bearing fruit in the thousands, thousands of apricots. Yeah. So the yeah. spring equinox every year happens mm -hmm. at zero degrees of Aries. Yeah, that's the that's the exciting story. Zero degrees Aries. What do you say when you see a person's chart with zero degrees Aries in it? A planet uh, sitting at zero degrees Aries. It's always one of the first talking points when we see like zero degrees because it's so strong. And it also does suggest in a person's chart, like it's always on. Yeah. It's always yeah. on. So anything at zero degrees is a big deal in astrology. Well, that's where the sun is at zero degrees of Aries. And, and you think I'm, of it. Go ahead. I was just saying, you think of Aries as the action, the let's yes. do it. So in the client's chart, if it's at zero degrees, we might say, oh, wow, you're probably great at starting projects. <laughs> you know, they might be someone that loves to do like the opening of a grand hotel. And then maybe once it's established, they say, okay, bye. I'm ready to move on to the next thing. 
right? Yeah. That would be that zero degrees Aries. Like, let's start it. Let's get it to where it needs to be. And then I'm out. Yeah, Which is a very pioneering. Yeah. And so when you put that in the idea of like the spring equinox is at that powerful, let's do it. We might even say as we get closer to March 20th, you could be feeling like, okay, I'm ready to start it. I'm ready to launch it. I'm ready to get serious about my workout schedule or my diet. These are all just, you know, silly examples, but you could just be very motivated or moved to do something. Well, it's the perfect window to set intentions, set for the new season of your life. And because we're, we, because it's a, so it happens organically in our solar system, right? It just is going to happen whether you think about it or not. We're going to have the equinox. So the idea is we want to make it like natural, just a natural evolution, a natural beginning. Right. We want, I mean, you, just the example you gave to to lose weight just organically, naturally, not a crash, crazy diet. Even that would be be wonderful. Right. That would be wonderful. I think that's what we all are looking for. Right. So let's talk about some just simple tasks that people can do to prepare for March 20th. Yeah. And I think we should focus on the outside, outside your neighborhood, your yard and also inside. Absolutely. So the first suggestion would just be to bring spring into the home. Oh, yeah. So this could be something like, okay, I'm doing a spring cleaning day. <laughs> you could be getting a new um, welcome mat as well, or you could be putting, you know, like spring colors in the house. So, you know, if you celebrate Easter, you might be bring- bringing out the pastels, the pinks, the yellows, the blues in the home decor. Yeah, and don't overlook simple things just like wiping down the front door. This is a new beginning. This is the new season. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if you're in a course, if you're in a in the climate that supports it, yes, go to the garden center. You know, buy a plant, you know, come home, you know, put it in your pot or put it in the ground wherever is appropriate. Yeah. Um, the other thing we might suggest is to go on a walk or a series of walk and pick up trash and dispose it. <laughs> as I said, it, it didn't sound as like eloquent. As I well, I mean, but do, do you it. when you're out walking, do you pick up trash? Sometimes I do actually. I do. I mean, I went on a tear when we released least in our old neighborhood because there was so much trash. Um, yeah. I took a, you know, a 13 gallon bag with me, you know, oh, plastic wow. bag, you know, and I, you know, it wasn't unusual for me to fill it half full, so to speak, of just stuff that's blowing around. Now we had an elementary school close to the house. So that was part of the reason kids letting all their paperwork fly in the wind. But anyhow, the point is, I felt like I was serving, I was helping the neighborhood, you know, honoring nature. Um, This is, you know, it's an equinox. So we want to, you know, having a new season. So sometimes that means getting rid of the trash. Yeah, definitely. Like when I walk in my neighborhood, I'll pick up trash, but sometimes like I'll walk you know, to like the grocery store down the street. And so sometimes I don't do that because it doesn't feel like, I know it's all of our planet, but (laughs) it doesn't feel like my immediate surroundings, you know, like my, (laughs) that sounds horrible to admit that, but yeah, it's not it's also favorite. a longer walk. So I'm like, I'm not going to carry this. Like, well, you're not going to carry the trash and the groceries. <laughs> right, true. Very true. Very true. Okay. Very good. Very good. But well, sometimes too, if there's been wind, you know, even going just into your backyard, like, is there a bag that's flown into the backyard or trash? Yeah. So 
even if you're saying, well, I'm not out going walking, but just where can you pick up, you know, the litter mm-hmm. in your area? So, okay. So we just, let's go back. So we've thought about just bring, go out into nature, maybe pick up a little bit of trash on your da- daily commute or something. Uh, at the second time, bring spring into your home, bring some green in some symbol. You don't have to, we're not talking like over decorating for spring. We're just talking about kind of sacredly bringing some spring into your home. Yeah. So number two, of course, could be that sense of an altar. And again, altar always sounds very formal and like, oh my gosh, I don't want that in the living room or, you know, where the where my guests are going to see it. No, I'm talking an altar to, in my world means like a small dish. Mm-hmm. I mean, some other people take the whole tabletop and make it an altar as well. But uh, because uh, of the equinox, we're going to suggest that we want natural earth elements being brought in. And why is that? Because earth elements are grounding. They ground you so it makes it you feel comfortable, you feel you belong, you feel like you're in the right place, the right time. So that's why there's so much focus on natural. So you're so, saying there's no rules to an altar. It doesn't have to be a certain size. No, it can and be any size. For someone who maybe has never made an altar, just an example of this would be to take a small plate, like a dessert plate, right. and go outside and maybe get some leaves or a feather. Um, I'm trying to think, maybe some rocks, you know. And stone, yeah, a piece of stones, wood. Put a little display together and bring it into the home. You could put, put a candle in the center of it, mm-hmm. you know, that, and I, someone might be thinking, oh, that's an altar, right? No, that, <laughs> but it's intentionally bringing all of these things together and setting maybe the intention of, you know, things will happen naturally in my life yes. or things will exactly. open up organically. Yes, that's exactly it. And, and this is disposable. There's, there's no commitment that I have to have this out right. for six months right right it's 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 what we call, like to call in feng shui a cure a cure we're, we're focusing our attentions on i'm ready for change i want to hear, hear feel it gradually i want to be long term so you know let's bring that intention of natural earth elements and of course if you could put something else if you have a memento from grandma or other things that mean something to you by all means add those two crystals would be classic yeah, you I can often tend to put, put a honey straw in my, on my altars, a honey straw. Yeah. You know what those are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So put a honey straw there because I want the idea of sweetness. I want sweetness in, you know, do yeah. I, am I asking for too much, Kate? I don't know. <laughs> I always thought too prosperity when we talk about the bees. Yeah. And the honey. Yes, exactly. So that's just another, so you can put other things. There's no rules here. It's highly personal. And if you already have a working altar in your home, we might even just suggest to update the earth elements in it. So again, add some new feathers or leaves or, you know, wood branches from the yard or your surrounding areas into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so we're, this is my favorite part. Okay, yeah. I'm like, we're finally going to get to the kicker that we, <laughs> we started off with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It might sound unusual. Keep an open mind, but Let's lay the found work here. Let's talk about everyone's refrigerator. The refrigerator is the most feminine appliance in the house because the, the refrigerator just holds. 
you know, you put your milk in there, your almond milk, your eggs, and then you just say to the refrigerator subconsciously, hold these, I'll be back. So you trust the refrigerator. Or take care of them. Yeah. Don't let them spoil. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All those good things. And so the idea is there's a deep trust with the refrigerator. Now, just to take a second here. The stovetop is a whole wild experience, different. You got fire, you know, you could burn something. You have to attend to it. You have to be very engaged. You don't have to think about your eggs and your milk. Right. So I just want to lay that groundwork about it. It's a very safe place, very safe. And so it all kind of represents the feminine. So uh, now you lay out what we're going to do with that refrigerator. What's going to be different for this uh, one other thing about the fridge, just to make sure that we're conveying this point is, you know, even just the two kind of arms of the fridge, you know, when you open mm-hmm. it up, it like, it's like a hug. It can embrace, mm-hmm. you know, like if you opened mm-hmm. up, especially if you have the ones that open up, uh, yeah, most of people side do by side, side by side, you know, you open it up, you could stand there get into your fridge and the two <laughs> arms would kind of come around you like an embrace, but. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So, I never thought about that. So the fridge is the feminine and where mom went with the stove or the oven, you know, that's the masculine. So we're talking Mm -hmm. more of the feminine today and mom's suggesting to put a small bouquet of flowers in your fridge. Now, when I say small, I'm talking, you know, six inches or under, right? We're not talking because it's got to fit number one, right? But it could be two or three inches. Yeah. Little, a little, you know, receptacle for some water and then putting a few twigs or flowers or, um, you know, something you clipped off a bush in the yard. But of course, yeah. wouldn't it be wonderful for it to be a flower? Yeah. In my head, I was thinking you could even like use a shot glass, you know, and put oh. some little things coming out of it or like a mason jar. Yeah. So just to give you an idea of like how small it can be, um, and maybe go into a little bit more of like the understanding of it. Cause some people might be thinking, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm with you on like the feminine, oh. the fridge is the feminine. Okay. Flowers, okay. obviously that's spring, but why are we it's putting blossoming. it in? Yeah. Okay. Why are we putting it inside? So we, yeah. Why are we putting it inside? Well, <laughs> there's a surprise. Can you imagine if you went, if I was in your house and I was going to get something out of the fridge and I open it up and there'd be a flower bouquet would I be, oh yeah, there's a flower there. No, I'd be like, whoa, I'd be excited. I'd be surprised. I'd be delighted. I would smile. It's an unexpected place to find a little bouquet. Uh, And the idea is to create that excitement about something happening that's not predictable. Something I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go out today and run my errands. Wouldn't it be fun if something happened on that errand that mm-hmm. was delightful? Yeah. It's putting joy in your life. Yeah. Putting joy and the intention of joy and blossoming in unexpected areas. And I think this is extremely powerful powerful for women I just do. because it is in the fridge area. Mm-hmm. We've talked about. Think of hyacinths, little hyacinths that you can purchase sometimes in the grocery stores at this time, great spring flower, purple, I think actually pink as well and white. I think they come in multiple colors, but the idea of having 
in a blooming flower in your refrigerator. Um, I'll okay. try it. I'm, I'll take a, I'll do it and I'll take a picture and I'll put it on social media and have other people <laughs> submit their photos. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. That's fabulous. So is that exciting? Bringing flowers into your home. That's just a good one in general to bring nature in your home. But now put a little bouquet together. You might have to cut things down, obviously quite short to get in the refrigerator comfortably and set the intention of something unexpected happening, something beautiful, something joyful happening in your life. Yeah. The last one that we're going to give isn't like that anyone can do would be to set an intention or some sort of gratitude, write it down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and then slip it either under your mattress or under your pillow. And it's very similar to the idea of like, you know, planting a seed in the soil, uh, but we're kind of planting it in your bed and Mm -hmm. we're setting the intention of daily happiness or dreaming big. So, you know, you could write something like I am living a joyful life or whatever your intention is, something like a, a seed that you want to plant and then actually sleep on it. Right. And I think the words I am are great leaders in making these things like I am prosperity in action, you know, uh, so own it, really own it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to run through all 12 of the signs Mm -hmm. fairly quickly about where you can focus in your home um, based on, of course, your sign based on where the equinox is happening. Mm-hmm. And we might suggest either put focus in this area, make an improvement in this area. If the area already looks great, you might even just wipe it down. Or right. I know we've already said, put flowers in the home, put flowers in the fridge. If you can't think of anything else to do for this area, you could bring some sort of nature into this area. Or if you've made that altar that we've talked about on the little plate, you could mm-hmm. take it and put it in one of these areas. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking that area is already perfect in my home. <laughs> I doubt it, but I know, but, (laughs) but yes, there are some that go, no, that's great. Just the way it is. Yeah. So so let's start start with Aries. Aries. Okay. Perfect. I'm with you there. Um, and the entry where you enter the home. So this could be, of course, the coming from the garage, what, what that entry looks like coming out of the garage into whatever room, the, the laundry room, the hallway, whatever, or it could be the front door. We're looking for new beginnings. So the example could be to wipe down the front door. You might get a new entry mat. If you have any empty pots around the front door, I would fill Mm -hmm. them. If there's been, you know, something that's been sitting out there that's been dying, would say, take it out. So make some sort of improvement that you can see when you enter the home. Uh, Even if you have a doorbell that hasn't been working very well or hasn't been working, (laughs) upgrade that. So any sort of changes or upgrades around the front door. For Taurus, uh, we would suggest making some sort of upgrade to your purse, to your safe, or to any areas in your home that hold great value. So if you have like a jewelry box or a jewelry display, we would say go through there, maybe remove everything, wipe it down, maybe go through, purge it, maybe find some new like hangers. So Oh, the necklaces are displayed nicer. They're not just thrown in this drawer. But it's about upgrading where your valuables are. And that's why we bring up like the purse or the safe, the wallet, wherever you would hold money or things of value. 
you know, just even even go visit your safe deposit bank box at the bank if you have such a thing uh you know look to see what's in it take inventory uh we we've been surprised when we've looked at ours going oh that's where that went i wonder where that was you know we put it in you know years ago and forget about it yeah for gemini um we want gemini's to focus on the hallways of their home or the staircases and you might be thinking well <laughs> What kind of yeah. improvements can I do there? Uh, but of course, this could be something where you just intentionally vacuum this space. Of course, if there's been anything that's like been sitting mm. on the floor in the hallway where you're thinking, oh, I'm going to hang that mirror. I'm going to hang that artwork. Maybe mm. you have a little pile that's been sitting on the staircase that you've been meeting to take up and address. <laughs> right. Uh, you can intentionally clean the banister, but mm. it's the, you know, the kind of the transportation area of the home. How do I get from that bedroom to that bedroom? Through the hallway. <laughs> right. And you could also go into the garage. That's true. You know, housing the car. You could really do a deep clean on your car itself as That's well, right. or something that needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, for cancers, mm -hmm. uh, we would put a big focus on the kitchen, of course, because that's where we go to uh, nur you know, give nourishment, kind of gather people around. So you could do some cleaning in your kitchen. If you're thinking I keep a very clean kitchen, maybe you do a new tablescape on the table, like where everyone sits down for dinner, where you put the flowers there, or you put a nice little altar display um, in the kitchen, but how can you upgrade it? And this, these can be simple things. Like maybe you just say, oh, I've hated the sponges that we're using. <laughs> Let me go out and get new sponges or maybe the go daddy, go daddy, <laughs> go daddy, <laughs> scrub daddy. Scrub, scrub daddy. daddy. I'm yeah. sorry. Scrub daddy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Upgrade or, those. Yes. Yeah. Or like the towels that are hanging, the display towels. These can be very simple. So don't overthink it. Just what kind of upgrade can you do in the kitchen area? Right. For Leo's, we would suggest to make an upgrade to either the play area in mm -hmm. the home, uh, the gaming area in the home or the workout area. Again, th that could be obvious games that are not being played anymore, you know, mm -hmm. pull them out, go to the game closet, sort that thing out, uh, the workout area, heaven forbid, remove the piece of equipment that you never use anymore, you know, the list goes on, and just cleaning, always cleaning, organizing, uh, I, I always think the home is so, talk about the home being organic. The home is alive. It's amazing how each room is, is evolving from year to year. Yeah. For Leo's as well, if they have a website oh. or like a social media, you know, platform that they use maybe mm. for work or even personal, they might even be cleaning that up in some regard as well. Yes. 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 Uh, for Virgos, we might suggest putting emphasis on the pantries or mm. the cupboards so again, this yes. could just be or re pulling everything out, wiping it down, organizing it, checking expiration dates, incorporating yeah. some beauty into the pantry where you're getting all matching mm -hmm. little buckets that the food right. go in. Right. Yeah. Or where their mail goes, you know, uh, you know, sorting out the mail. It's I think that's less of an issue than it was five years ago, but it still is a challenge to keep up on that. Or even just any paperwork that they need to go through. Oh, well, any stacks of paperwork. Yeah. Uh, for Libras, we would put the focus on making an improvement in either the living room mm -hmm. 
or the bedroom, especially where a couple would sleep would be very important. But of course, just where you're sleeping as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would think maybe even doing something to create harmony between both sides of the bed. So Mm -hmm. if the bed is out of balance in any means where, oh, this side has, you know, these types of pillow cases and this side has this type of pillowcases or matching lamp, something to just bring that balance to the bed. To the harmony in there. Absolutely. And the living room. Did you mention the living room? I can't remember. I did. did. Living yeah. room is your public, you know, how you present yourself. So very Libra uh, important there. So uh, any of that main living room, certainly that room that you see right as you walk in, that's very important. Yeah. Uh, for Scorpios, we might suggest making an improvement to the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. We could even throw in basements in this area, if you have one, but I want you to think more of like, just like, I'm going to say yucky spaces, but the idea of like spaces that, yeah, maybe they hold, you know, things that they just need to be, they need to be cleaned up. Right. Okay. Where like that little corner where all the paint cans are, right. Right. Something that I have to get back there and get the cobwebs out. You know, I like to say it is, it's where you're, you're most embarrassed. Think in terms of someone popping in and all of a sudden they you have to show them, walk them through this space. Where are you most embarrassed if, if somebody, you know, someone that you respect is coming through your home? Yeah. That's usually the easiest to figure out from that perspective. <laughs> yeah. For Scorpio, I'm Sagittarius. For Sagittarius, um, I, we would put a focus on like bookshelves mm-hmm. for anywhere where you have books in the home. So again, whether that's just dusting them, going through them, can I donate this book? Mm -hmm. Uh, Marie Kondo, she was a big one on take all, bring all the books into one space. Instead of having books here, books there, books there, bring all the books into one space. I don't know how that works for most people. I I wasn't a big proponent of it, but I think it, it did make some sense to me. Yeah. Well, if you're dealing with other clutter issues, that could be something where you're just bringing it all into one area. And if you have a, what I call spiritual type figurines, statues, things of that nature, yeah, you may want to, you know, take them down, wash them off, reposition them, uh, you know, uh, something of that nature. So you're kind of your highest, um, what you're aligning your thoughts with. So if you have a Buddha, let's, you know, let's give him a little bath, <laughs> bath for yeah. Buddha, so to speak, to <laughs> yeah. freshen him up you know, for the new season. Yeah. Or bring in some of those nature pieces that we talked about and, you know, put some leaves around them or put the candle in front of him. Yes. Yes. Uh, For Capricorns, we want you to focus on the higher spaces in your home. So uh, one, if you have an attic, you might be saying, okay, yeah, we're going to the attic. We're going to address some things there. Mm -hmm. You might even be access um, to the attic. Yeah. Another one would be to clean off like the fans in the home. Oh, so think of <laughs> the, the high areas in the home that maybe if you have a closet where boxes are stacked up to the ceiling. So we're not saying address the whole closet, but no. just that shelf that starts going up, you know, to the very ceiling, address that. So anything that's kind of above your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, and that could go into the light fixtures as well. We have... Yeah. Aquarius, the next sign is definitely about that idea of, you know, 
uh, maybe switching to LEDs, uh, the electrical system in general in the house you're more aware of. I It's a terrible job of going out and labeling the breakers <laughs> so that you can know next time you need to flip a room off, you know which one it is without doing this major exercise and, and having someone yell, they're still on you know, right. from inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I all don't... the tech, all the yeah. tech. Throw and... out the old cords, uh, maybe even just do the upgrade on the computer that you've been needing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then last we have Pisces. Uh, so Pisces, we would say, would put a focus on the medicine cabinets mm -hmm. or the essential oil cabinet. <laughs> Anywhere where there's like those uh, things that alter our mood or our mind. Oh yeah, our liquors cabinet. Um, but also many homes uh, here in, in this valley have a lot of closet space, sometimes under the staircase. Mm -hmm. So that would be another hidden, a real great Pisces spot about let's get in there and see what's going on. Or even under the bed. Oh, better yet. Better yeah. yet. Yeah. So that's how all 12 of the signs can maybe be a little bit more intentional about bringing this energy in. And if you make any upgrades, of course, would love to see your pictures or would love to see the picture of the little bouquet in your fridge. fridge. And just to cl clarify, you know, they'll be hearing this on, let's see, I think the sixth, if I'm not mistaken, we'll, when this podcast will go out. So you have a couple of weeks, we would say to have these in place prior to March 20th. Yeah. Which you would agree. That, yeah. You could start doing some of these things, collecting things for the altar. You could get going on it, uh, you know, but uh, I would keep uh, maybe the, the flowers, you know, the bouquet. I, I don't know how long they'll last. There's the question. And maybe everyone's asking how long will it last in there? <laughs> I'm thinking several days for sure. Yeah. So are you thinking just to give them kind of an idea, would you put that in just a few days prior to March 20th then? Thinking, but, you know, I, I would, I'm going to experiment. Yeah. I haven't done this one. This is one I've heard of and I've never done it myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it myself. I'll probably start, you know, this next week. Yeah. And there's no harm in doing it no, longer no. <laughs> or multiple times. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> just to, yeah. just to provide some clarification around that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, happy spring equinox then. Yes. And um, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.